Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. We believe that it is well with us. We believe that you are guiding us, you are leading us, and we ask that your will be done in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated, please. Hallelujah. Can you tell your Bible, please, to Daniel chapter 3? Sharing about Daniel, and um, from the book of Daniel, sorry, about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And um, I believe we are continuing today. Amen. Tell somebody your pastor is about to minister knowledge and understanding to you. Now, the Bible says, in that day I will give them pastors after my own heart who will feed them with knowledge and understanding. Amen. Amen. The reason why people don't drink poison is they understand that when they drink it, they will die. And uh, I believe that the reason why you will not sin or you will not do the wrong thing is when you understand that if you do this or that, it will have certain consequences. Hallelujah. So that is why we share and preach the word of God with you because we want you to understand. Because if you understand that you are going to destroy your life by doing certain things, you will find out that you will try not to do them unless you are blinded or possessed when you see a man who is driving at 200 miles per hour going towards a cliff or the sea or a wall or a house and you can clearly see that this man is going to kill himself the only reason why this man continues to go in that direction uh, when you can clearly see, he can clearly see that he is going to his death. Maybe probably that the man is under the influence of something. Maybe alcohol or drugs or something. And uh, in the same way, when we preach to people and they don't change, do you understand? When they understand that they are going the wrong way and still they do not modify their lives, it could probably be because they are under the influence of something. Hallelujah. Like an evil spirit. That is why a lot of people are not born again. Because they are under the influence of the devil. The Bible says the God of this world has blinded their eyes. That they should not receive or see the gospel. The light of the gospel. So as I'm sharing with you today. I want you to ask yourself. Am I receiving the word and changing my life? Hallelujah. As the person sitting next to you, are you under the influence of something? What did they say? Wonderful. Now, I believe that we should not be under the influence of evil spirits. In Daniel chapter 3, we see the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Here the Bible tells us that they were asked to bow down to an image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had made. And... Kings and leaders are always making images 
for people to bow down to. Whether it is a physical image that you can see or not, there are all sorts of idols around. And last week we talked about the fact that idol worship is not the reason why Ghana is backward in relation to the rest of the world. Amen. Or Africa in general. Because it is not only in Ghana that idols are worshipped. Do you remember that? I don't believe it's because we pour libation and because they, we have so many gods and so many idols that Ghana is where it is. I don't think so. Because Japan has got three million gods uh, all over the Far East. They have all sorts of idols, all sorts of demons, all sorts of gods. That is not the reason. If that were the reason, Japan would not be one of the richest countries in the world. One of the reasons why, I mean, idol worship can affect in a negative way the nation is when the gods and the idols tell you to do foolish things. Amen. And when the gods and the idols tell you to do things that are hindering progress. When the god is a river and the river says, do not fish the big, big fishes that are in me to eat then that God, that instruction is prevailing over reason. When the the God says that instead of, although we are in 1997, the God says that we should use logs like Lake Busum tree and we shouldn't use boats to fish or to go in because the God, which is the lake, is saying this and that then you can see that the God is keeping you back. But if your God doesn't interfere with economic progress, you may find out that you may still move forward in spite of the fact that there is idol worship. I'm not saying idol worship is good. Idol worship is something that God hates. And God detests when we pour libation to the dead and we do it in high places and so on. It is detestable. It's a reproach. But... We are saying that that is not the reason per se. Amen. Amen. And I believe that God is going to show us more as we go along. But today, I want us to move on. Verse 17, Daniel chapter 3. Verse, verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us out of thine hand O king but if not underline that but if not be it known unto thee O king that we will not serve thy gods nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up amen now this is a story of pressure amen pressure to compromise hallelujah this is a story of extreme pressure to compromise what you believe in and what is right and what is good now all over the world and in our nation as well and in our community or in the world people are under pressure to compromise and to do what is not right 
And I want you to know that as a believer, if you are going to be a true Christian, you must learn not to compromise what you believe in. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm talking about? For instance, number one, the devil would like you to compromise your church attendance. The devil would like you to compromise going to church because the devil will put pressure on you and say that you now have such and such a job. You now have such and such a, a situation. And the devil would like you to compromise that. Now you see, you may think that what is wrong if I just bow down to this idol like that? Just do this and the man will be happy. All that you have to do is do, do this and the man will be happy. When you rationalize it, it's nothing. But when you rationalize it, you are being a fool. Because if you rationalize it, so I'll just do this. It doesn't mean it. It means something. It means something. It means something. Everything you can make it out that is nothing. Say, so, oh, what is wrong if I do not come to church? Oh, I just won't come to church. Because I now have a new job. Or I now have a child. Or I now have money. Or I don't have a car. Or I don't have transport. Or it is raining. When you decide to compromise, you start from one thing and you go to another. Let me tell you something. Backsliding is a long road. It's not something that you go through in a day. Do you know that bowing down to this idol was the first step in a long road? Do you know that if you go abroad, I mean I'm sure even here in Ghana, people have sex with dogs. People have sex with each other, men with men, women with women. They have sex with dogs, I think cats, I don't know, animals. They do all sorts of depraved things. They have live shows. You can go and watch live. You sit down like cinema. Just sit down and they have sex, let's say, on the stage. I mean, for you, you just pay a thousand. And then you just come and watch. They, they send postcards. I was in Amsterdam and... They have postcards which show the external genitalia. Do you know genitalia? You don't know genitalia after church. I'll explain to you what it is. <laughs> that is the postcard from there. And people are now marrying. Men are marrying with men. Women are marrying women. Women do not want to have anything to do with a man, but they would take sperms in a, a, a syringe or something and then inject themselves so that they will be pregnant have a child but they don't have a, uh, they don't want to have anything to do with a man and uh, men are deciding that now we are the women these are the men things like that but I want to ask you I want to tell you something it does not start like that that is a extreme it is they never started like that it starts with certain things you know first of all God has said that you must be married to one person and you must have sex with only that person you are married to. And before you marry, you shouldn't have sex. It's as simple as that. It starts with, but when you start to break that, oh, I'll just sleep with you after all, we'll marry. Mm. When you start to compromise, you have started on the road. That's right. That leads to all these things. Mm. It is the beginning. There are some people who have, you just meet somebody on the road. Just, and then they just go to a room and do whatever they want. And they go home. And, and so on. And that's why AIDS is spreading. So many people have AIDS now. And I want you to understand that these things don't start in... They don't get to that extreme point in a day. It starts with something. So when God says that 
do not bow down, then you must understand that he is giving it to you for it. Because when you start to bow down, do you know what happens after you do idol worship? It just starts with bowing. But later on, the idol worship, they go for, they go to places, they have sex, they have women, priests there, they do all sorts of things, they sacrifice people, they pass their children through fire, they sacrifice their children, they do all sorts of things, become Satan worship. So it just starts with something little, but then it becomes something else. And that is why God tells us that do not compromise certain things. Mm. And Shadrach, Bishak, and Abednego were saying that as for this bowing, we won't bow. And we are also, God, the man was also saying something that, and we are saying that we will not bow. And if it happens that God does not deliver, we said that first of all, they said God will deliver. But supposing God doesn't deliver us, we still won't bow. And that is what you must be able to say as a, as a believer. Amen. If somebody wants to give you a job that says you can no longer go to church in your life, you say, look, I'm going to get a job that I can go to church. And even if I don't get a job, I, that cannot help let me go to church. That, can, that will allow me to go to church. Even if I don't get such a job, I still will not do this job that will take me away from my God. I was talking to one of my brothers, Christian brothers, church members who are backsliding I said ah. he had backslidden so much he was he had become something else and you ask yourself how did he start because he had a job in a disco he had a job in a in a, in a nightclub with homosexuals now he was also becoming something else hmm. so you ask yourself how does it start because when you get such a job in the first place you shouldn't take it okay. Okay. amen Amen. You see, and he was said that this one I won't do. And even if I don't get any job, this one I won't do. That's right. It's as simple as that. And when you have people who decide I'm not going to compromise with what I have decided, you begin to see there are people who begin to go forward with God. God will defend you. God will establish you. God will promote you. And I've come to see that as a Christian, as a minister, I must also not compromise. It starts with small things. Because I tell you to just do this. The, the king is standing there. A lot of people are standing here. The fire is here. Just do this and it, all your problem will be over. Just, even if you don't, just nod, nod your head small. <laughs> and it will be over. It's easy. But it's easy and it begins your end. That is compromise. And I want you to know that as a believer, you must stand for what you believe. Mm. What the word of God says. Amen. The word of God says... You must not have sex before you are married. That is what you must do. Just do it. Do not start. If, if you know that as a Christian husband or wife, you must not have other friends who are not... I don't have any friends. My friend is my wife. I don't have female friends. I mean, I interact with acquaintances. But friends, no. My friend is my wife. Amen. And when you start having friends... And you start whatever you before you realize it has started with a knot, and then it has become something else. Amen. Decide that I am not going to compromise in, in my life. When it comes to first and best, giving of offerings and your tithes, you must know that this is what you must do. And you must say that I'm going to give my tithes on my first and best. And God is going to prosper me. And even if He doesn't prosper me. Even if I don't, I'm not blessed and I don't have whatever, I will still give it. 
It's as simple as that. That is how your mind must work. That's right. If your mind doesn't start to work in that way, all you are going to do is you are going to be giving God a chance. Like somebody said, if the Lord does not give me a husband by the end of the year, I will, I will advise myself. And I'm going to marry an unbeliever. Yeah, I heard of a Christian sister who said that. She gave the Lord an ultimatum. By the end of the year, if the Lord... But when you have the mind that this one, I am going to do it. And nothing is going to prevent me from doing it. Ron Kenoli, a famous Ron Kenoli, whom we all know. I read the story of his life. He was first playing music for unbelievers and believers. And the time came, and he said that, I will no longer play and sing for the enemy. I'm only going to sing gospel. I'm only going to sing for Christ. And God will bless me. But even if God doesn't prosper me, I'm only going to sing gospel. And you see, when you take a stand like that, God begins to elevate you. Amen. There are not so many people who behave like that. Not so many. Many people will just do. If the pressure comes, you just change. If pressure comes, you just change. Many politicians are like that. Many politicians do what is in the interest of politics. Often when politics comes inside, reason is put aside. The law is put aside. Every justice is put aside. Just so that the political line can succeed. And if you are a Christian and you are a politician, you must decide that I don't compromise my principles. If for instance they say we are rigging election, maybe you are in a party and they say we are rigging election at this area. And you are a believer. You must say that for me as a Christian, I will not participate in rigging of elections. God, I don't believe in it. Even if I lose, even if I lose my seat or even if we lose the election, I will not. You can say that God will bless us and we will win the election. But even if we don't win the election, I will rig. Yes. It's as simple as that. That's right. That must be your stand. No compromise. I'm doing this. And even if God doesn't help me or even God doesn't bless me, this thing, I won't do it. Mm. You must get to that point as a believer in your life to know that I am doing this and you cannot force me to do wrong things. Right. One day I was talking with uh, some higher people and uh, we were going for a meeting and I said, look, I cannot say that black is white when white is not black. And I will say it. And even if it does not bring me favor, I believe that the Lord will favor me. And even if I don't have favor, I will say it. Because there are so many hypocrites. Because everybody wants to have favor. Because, you know, you have favor if you know this person and he likes you. You may get this job. Or if you know this person and he does that, you may have this health and that and that. So people compromise and say things that are not true. That's right. I don't think President Rollins will ever have anybody sitting in front of him and telling him to his face certain things that maybe may not be pleasant to him. Most of the people around will be singing praises. They will be bowing and worshipping. Even if they know something is not right, they may not say it. Because people want help. But you see, all that a good leader needs is some people who are going to be able to say, Look, we love you, we respect you, you are a great leader, you are a great man. But this thing is wrong. This particular thing is wrong. And no matter even if you sack me or whatever, I still have to say the right thing, that this thing is wrong. No matter if you go up and you come down, it's wrong. We need people like that. When you have people like Shadrach, Michelle, and Abednego in the government, 
the nation will go forward. But everybody is licking bottles so that his job will remain. Do you know when I say licking bottles? They will bow down and lick your, your bottle so that they, 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 will, they will remain in their jobs. They will not say that. They will not stand up and say that, no, this is wrong. Cut me off, do this, do whatever. This thing is wrong. It can never be correct. When Ahab was trying to take Naboth's vineyard, you know King Ahab, there was a vineyard over near his house and he wanted to take that vineyard. Somebody should have told him that, no, it cannot be right. The thing is for somebody. You cannot take it. It's wrong to do it. But you have people, are you listening to me, who would like to lick bottoms so that they will remain in their jobs. Mm. Instead of standing and saying, no, you may sack me, you may do this, you may put me in the fire. But as for this one, I wouldn't do it. We want to see people to write death warrants for people, arrest warrants for people, confiscate people's property, do things that are wrong. And you know that you are doing what you are doing is wrong. You have to say no. In as much as I believe in you, I believe in all that, this thing is wrong. I won't do it. Amen. So what I want to tell you today is that we have a great lesson to learn from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right. You must be able to stand and say, look, this thing, it may save my life, but for this, I will not do. If, for instance, you are a doctor, that was one of the reasons why I said I'm not going to work at, uh, I mean, I will go to the mortuary, see that some of the doctors there will be, you, every day when they bring a dead body, you, the doctor, you have to move around and then they will give you money, and then every day they will come and visit the dead person. There's 5,000. So that you, the doctor, will ensure that the body is kept in a good place in the fridge. And I said to myself that, ah, for seven years I went to school from 1982 to 1989 to, to come to collect petty bribes and tips so that I will keep people's bodies, dead bodies, in a cold part of the fridge. No. Other doctors find themselves having to commit abortions. Go to the doctor's flat. You see women coming out of the flat with blood dripping all over them. Committing abortions. And you see the doctors, are, some doctors are getting rich and others are getting poor. And you might say as a doctor that, hey, even I know that God will give me a car. But even if I don't get a car and I am condemned to AD11 for the rest of my life, this abortion I won't do. Amen. I won't do it. Amen. You see, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego are prepared to die. I said that even if you, this doesn't, there's no blessing, I won't do it. That's all. I won't do. Okay. In every workplace, I'm telling you, you will come up with two situations where you must be able to say, Meshach and Abednego are prepared to die. I said that even if you, this doesn't, there's no blessing, I won't do it. That's all. I won't do. Okay. In every workplace, I'm telling you, you will come up with two situations where you must be able to say, this one, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Sorry. Even in I believe a lot of Christians should go into politics, must be in politics. That's one of the places where you actually meet this image, Nebuchadnezzar's image. You meet it everywhere. Because politics is a matter of uh, who you know, especially in Africa. I know this, I know this, I know It's not a matter of the law. It's a matter of, uh, I know this one, this one knows this one, this one knows this one, this one knows this one. This one brought you, this one brought you. So the one who brought you, you must please him. That's 
Otherwise, he will also remove you tomorrow. You can hear your name on the radio that you have been removed. But I want to tell you that we can live a life without compromise. As a pastor, as a pastor, and I'm also in a certain sense a politician because I also control a lot of people. I can also be forced to say, do the wrong things, to make the church do things. I know. Even whatever will happen, this particular, we are not going to compromise. I have to say what I have to say. Amen. I may believe in this, but if this is wrong, I have to say it. And, and if I don't even have to say it, I'm not going to say that it is correct when it is wrong. Look, the Bible says, he that says black is white, and white is black. Evil is good, and good is evil. Bitter is sweet, and sweet is bitter. The people shall curse him. It is not a blessing. Amen. So I'm saying to you today, as a believer, stand up. For what is right if you are, you are you are saying that you are not going to play music for the devil there are a lot of musicians they are not going far because they play here and they play there saturday night they will be playing at their band then sunday morning they come to church to come and play you must decide i'm playing for the lord who who are you serving the lord or the devil amen amen, amen. who are you decide even if as i serve the lord i get poorer i still i won't serve the, the devil and that day that God hears, you see, God looks at the heart. Sometimes you see people, you wonder why this one is being blessed, this one is not being blessed. This one is blessed, this one is not blessed. Amen. This one is going forward, this one is not going forward. Why? God is looking at your heart. And God can see that you will never compromise. And then he takes you as well, I'm going to bless you. Do you know that after deciding not to compromise, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were promoted? That's right. Look at Daniel chapter 3. Look at it. Let's see what happened. At the, at the end, verse 30, then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Turn to somebody and tell the person, promotion comes when you do not compromise. Stand to your feet, everyone. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up your hand to the Lord, your right hand to the Lord. You want to speak a word to the Lord and ask the Lord to help you in your life, in your office. You want to say, Lord, help me not to compromise my spiritual life. Help me not to compromise my church. Help me not to compromise my morality. Help me not to compromise and say that good is evil when good is not evil. Help me not to compromise so that I will not have to say that white is black when black is never white. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Madolo Shakada Rilebende Rilebebende Perende Lebanjan Dironde Sambanda Lidere de Veladiri Divinaman Alalavan Aladara Lavada. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. When we walk with the Lord. In the light of His Word, what a glory He shed on us. Everybody singing this song, close your eyes as we worship the Lord. As we do His goodwill, He abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey trust and obey
Trust and obey. Everybody's singing. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you that as we go through this life, we can be promoted. As Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were promoted. Help us not to compromise our lives in any way. Help us never to bow to that image that the devil will bring for us to bow to. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you that you are promoting many of us today in our lives. And Lord, we are saying that even if you will not deliver us, still we shall not bow to the enemy in Jesus mighty name and everybody said amen. amen if you are here this morning you are not a born again Christian you want to give your life to Christ maybe somebody invited you to church I want to pray for you if you are here like that just lift up your right hand to the sky and I want to pray for you as we close you are not a born again Christian God bless you I see your hand you want to give your life to Christ lift it up high is there anybody else lift it up high okay God bless you come to the front I want to pray for you Say this prayer. Say, Heavenly Father, this morning I realize that I don't know you. But today, today I want to know you. I want to be a Christian. I accept Jesus as my personal Savior. From today, from this morning, I will serve the Lord. I will be a believer in the name of Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for saving me this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.